Welcome to the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Today's show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, please welcome the host of the Main Street Preps High School Wrap-Up Show, Chris Yao. Hello, everyone. Welcome in to the Main Street Media Football wrap-up show on Main Street Media Television. I'm Chris Yao. We've got nine folks to tell you about what happened in all of Middle Tennessee this week in and around high school football action. Plenty to get to. Thanks to our friends at the Tennessee Highway Safety Office for sponsoring the show. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. All right, we're going to start up north where David Wilson is standing by. Everyone, my name is David Wilson, sports reporter for the Robertson County Connection, here to give you a quick recap of week 11 of the regular season here in Robertson County, the final week of the year. And Robco, our slate of games this week was headlined by two matchups that had major playoff implications. Obviously, the first one going on Thursday night, the battle for the Region 6-3A championship between White House Heritage and Fairview, and it was the Yellow Jackets picking up the 14-0 win. On at home to clinch the region championship, Trayvon Murray for Fairview, two rushing touchdowns in the fourth quarter that were the difference in that one. White House Heritage really struggled offensively as quarterback Xavier Murray threw two interceptions in the fourth quarter that led them to the second place finish in their region. And then the second matchup was White House going on the road to pick up a 28-21 win over Creekwood to give themselves a playoff berth in region 5-4A. They will be the fourth seed and face Harding County. Next week, Tanner Hayes with three touchdown passes in the second quarter. That was the difference in this in that matchup, rather. Then the other slate of games in Robertson County, East Robertson beating Jackson County by a final of 62-14. to 14. Six different Indians find pay dirt in that one, led by Isaiah Groves and his 197 rushing yards on the ground for two touchdowns in that one. Springfield lost to Beach by a final score of 24-10. to 10. Um, despite having a great defensive effort in the first half, Springfield really unable to do much offensively in the second half as they fall to the Bucks, 24 to 10. Greenbrier um, finished their year strong, picked up a road win over Montgomery Central. Final on that one was 21 to 12. Travar Flood three catches, 85 yards in the touchdown, and two defensive interceptions. And then Nolan Carson with three total touchdowns at the quarterback position two rushing, and then the pass to Flood. And then finally, Joe Burns lost on Thursday night to Red Bowling Springs by a final of 27-24. to Despite leading 16-6 in the first half, the Bulldogs come back and pick up the road win over their bitter rival in Cedar Hill. Amari Cotton was responsible for all three touchdowns for Joe Burns, but they were unable to get it done. They will be the four seed in the Class A playoffs. Uh, coming out of Region 4A, and they will go face the undefeated South Pittsburgh Pirates in the first round of the playoffs. So that'll do it for the final week of the regular season here in Robertson County. Looking forward to wrapping up the first round of the playoffs with you guys next week. Thanks, David. Let's go to his partner, Brady McAtamney, who's got your Montgomery County report. Hi, I'm Brady McAtamney, sports editor for Main Street Clarksville, bringing you a little bit of a wrap-up from what happened Friday night. The big result in the area was West Creek taking down Kirkwood 24-21 in overtime. Absolutely thrilling game. 
West Creek with the win, clinched their first postseason appearance since 2010, taking the number four seed in Region 7, 6A, while Kirkwood's season ended with the loss. Clarksville High also clinched their first 10-0 season since 1945, beating Northeast 58-0 in the final week of the regular season. Rossview defeated Kenwood 34-14, while all the other teams in the area were defeated. That's Northwest, Kenwood, Clarksville Academy, and Montgomery Central, all falling in the final week of the regular season. Well done. Appreciate you guys. All right. We're going to take our first break of the day. Make sure to stick around. We've got much more coming your way. High School Football Recap Show right here on Main Street Media TV. He shoots, and he scores! Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint, we're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street, dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson Counties. Dairy Berry's Heat and Air has been proudly serving the Middle Tennessee area for over 35 years. We have been voted Summer County's Best Heat and Air Company for the past eight years. For outstanding service, call Dairy Berry's at 615-452-8121. As an Allstate agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500. Welcome back in, folks, to the Main Street Media High School Football Wrap-Up Show on Main Street Media Television. I'm Chris Yao. Glad to have you guys with us as we are taking you around the Mid-State uh, to talk about what happened this past Friday night. We've heard from Robertson County and Montgomery County. Let's just keep going east and hit Sumner County where Blaine Keller has a report. Sumner County Sports Editor Blaine Keller back with you for another edition, a playoff edition of the Sumner County Football Snapshot. Eight of the county's nine teams are postseason bound with Gallatin, Westmoreland, and White House all winning must-win games last week to punch their ticket. Portland is the only county team to not play into November this season, but a quick shout-out to first-year coach Hunter Hicks and the Panthers for a 42-21 region win over Hunter's Lane kind of ending their season on a positive note after going through a long losing stretch in the middle of the year. As I mentioned, eight teams are postseason bound. Here's where they'll line up and lace up on Friday night. 
in Class 2A Westmoreland uh, from Region 3 2A, the number four seed traveling to take on undefeated Marion County. Liberty Creek hosts its first ever playoff game against Sycamore in Class 3A. From Region 5 4A, number three station camp uh, go on a bit of a tear right now. They're going to go to South Gibson as the number three seed from their region. White House winning its game at Creekwood on Friday locked itself as the number four seed. They'll take on undefeated Hardin County uh, in Savannah on Friday. From Region 7 5A in Class 5A, Beach as the number two seed hosts Memphis Overton, while Hendersonville goes on the road as the third seed to face Munford. From Class 6A, Gallatin, the Green Wave, defeated Lebanon uh, with a missed last-second kick by the Blue Devils. That punched their ticket into the postseason, 32-30, the final in that game. The Green Wave, as the number three seed, take on back-to-back state champion Oakland in Murfreesboro on Friday. And from Division II AA, Pope Prep takes its 3-7 and seven record on the road to take on North Point Christian. It's your Sumner County football snapshot. We'll see you here next week as the postseason continues. Thanks, Blaine. All right, we're going to go now to Wilson County where Tommy Bryan is standing by. Hi, everybody. Tommy Bryan, sports editor of the Wilson Post in Lebanon, and here's a look at what happened in week 11 of high school football involving Wilson County football teams. Max Kelly booted a 32-yard field goal with 2.26 left in regulation to lift Gallatin to a 32-30 come-from-behind win over Lebanon at Calvin Short Field. Friendship Christian hammered the Kings Academy 49-7 as tailback Tyson Wolcott ran for 197 yards and four touchdowns on 12 first-half carries. Green Hill quarterback Cannon Burroughs completed 11 of 17 passes for 198 yards and three touchdowns in Friday's 35-3 Mayor's Cup win over Mount Juliet. That game was played at Roger Perry Field. Cookville defeated Wilson Central by a score of 34-8, and the Cavaliers earned a second seed in the Region 4 6A standings. Mount Julia Christian advanced to the Division 2A playoffs for the first time since 2019 with a 2019 overtime win over Clarksville Academy at Ed Suey Field. And on Thursday, Watertown earned a Class 3A playoff berth with a 63-0 shutout over Community High that game played in Unionville. Freshman quarterback Blake Waldorf threw for 161 yards and three touchdowns in the first half. Here's a look at the first-round playoff matchups for Wilson County football teams. These games are set for Friday, November the 3rd. In Class 3A, Watertown, with a record of 4-6, and six, plays at McMinn Central in Athens. McMinn Central stands 7-3. and three. In Class 6A, Green Hill... The fourth-place team in Region 4-6A has a record of 7-3, and three, and they travel to Riverdale, the region champion on the Murfreesboro side. The Warriors have a record of 8-2. and two. And Rockvale, with a record of 5-5, five and five, plays at Mount Juliet High Friday night. The Golden Bears have a record of 8-2, and two, and they are the one seed out of Region 4-6A. 
in Division 2A. Fayette Academy of West Tennessee brings a record of 5-5 five and five to Lebanon to take on Friendship Christian School. The Commanders 8-2. That game will be played at Pirtle Field. And Mount Juliet Christian, with a record of 4-6, and six, will play at Ken Redmond Field. DCA, with a record of 6-4, and four, that's a first-round TSSAA playoff game. That's a look at what's going on in high school football in Wilson County. For Main Street Preps, I'm Tommy Bryan. I will talk to you later. Moving south, Monty Hale has a report from Rutherford County. Good morning, I'm Monty Hale with the Murfreesboro Post and the regular season of high school football as we know it in Rutherford County is over. We head to the playoffs, Rutherford County with nine teams in the first round this year. The big news coming out of last week, obviously, the streaks have ended. Riverdale and Oakland, Riverdale trailing 17 to nothing at the half, roars back wins 25-24 to 24 in a thriller. Um, I think the first time in 60 games Oakland has lost at home. Uh, they've beaten 48 straight county opponents. And um, more than that as far as uh, region or district opponents. So a massive win. Uh, it was pandemonium out at Oakland High School. And who knows, we might just get to do this thing again in about three weeks. Of course, they've got business they have to tend to. Riverdale, uh, you got to guard against a letdown. There are no mulligans or do-overs in the playoffs. Oakland, we'll see how they bounce back. They typically do. I would not want to be coaching the other team this week. Other teams in the playoffs, um, Siegel slipped in the back door there. They were kind of on the outside looking in, but they're big Went over Rockville, puts them in. Rockville's also in. Smyrna, number one seed. Um, Cane Ridge, a number three seed. Eagleville, a three seed. PCA, a three seed. They will host. Um, and, of course, Middle Tennessee Christian, the number one seed, and they will get a bye. So it's a fun time of the year. The weather's turning, and it's playoff time in Tennessee, as they say. And there's a lot of good matchups out there. An interesting match, we really haven't talked about them because they were not in our coverage area. Maribel is a three seed with three region losses. So it looks like there might be a new uh, opponent coming out of there uh, from, the East, from East Tennessee. I'm Monty Hale, sports editor of the Murfreesboro Post. Thanks, guys. When we return, we've got a few more folks to get in, so stick around here on the Main Street Media football wrap-up show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We'll be right back after these messages. He shoots and he scores! Dixon Tater Chef, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint, we're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. 
located at 728 East College Street. Dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way, 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Dairyberry's Heat and Air has been proudly serving the Middle Tennessee area for over 35 years. We have been voted Summer County's best heat and air company for the past eight years. For outstanding service, call Dairyberries at 615-452-8121. As an Allstate agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500. Welcome back into the Main Street Media High School Football Wrap-Up Show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember fans, don't let fans drive drunk. We've got four more folks to get reports from and we're going to do that right now we'll start uh, in the nashville and williamson county area from russell Venosi. the biggest news from week 11 wasn't something that happened on the field the TWSAA handed lipscomb academy football a two-year postseason ban for a recruiting violation and the use of two ineligible players in a win over briarcrest christian on september 1st in an appeal hearing on monday the TWSAA upheld that decision by an eight to four vote officially ending Lipscomb Academy's 2023 season. Though they won't be in the playoffs, the Mustangs made a resounding statement when they knocked off previously unbeaten McCauley 34-28 last Friday. Junior quarterback Jackson Kilberg accounted for four touchdowns, including the go-ahead score on a run in the fourth quarter. Meanwhile, four teams ranked in the MSP Top 25 finished off unbeaten regular seasons. Those teams are Pearl Cone, Brentwood, Upperman, and Clarksville. 9-1 Page and 8-2 Riverdale also moved into the top five in our Main Street Preps rankings after they clinched region titles in Week 11. Riverdale scored a late touchdown and a two-point conversion to defeat Oakland for the first time since 2012. In this week's first round, the Warriors host Green Hill, which is fresh off a 35-5 drubbing of Mount Juliet. Montgomery Bell Academy earned a first-round bye after holding off Brentwood Academy 24-21. Liam Hackett's field goal with 49 seconds remaining made the difference in that one. The Big Red have now won four of their final six games after beginning the year 0-4. Chris, back to you. Thanks, Russell. Over in Dixon County, also in Cheatham County, we've got Casey Patrick standing by. Hi, my name is Casey Patrick. I'm a sports reporter for the Dixon Post and the Cheatham County Exchange. We've got a wrap-up of the final week of the regular season. Uh, I was at Dixon County. They hosted Northwest. It was actually a pretty good ball game for a while. The Vikings showed up and played really, really well. Um, but uh, Dixon County came away with a 43-29 to win. Uh, they will head all the way down to Germantown to face Houston for the first round of the playoffs. I'm going to make that trip. It's going to be a little bit of a, a little bit of a drive, but we're going to head down there Friday. Creekwood, <coughs> Creekwood lost 28 to 21 to White House. And Harpeth lost 36 to 28, or excuse me, Harpeth won 36 to 28 over Hickman County. Both Creekwood and Harpeth are out of the playoffs. Cheatham County Central lost 48 to 6 to 5A Lawrence County. Um, they are in the playoffs, but they have to make a trip over to East Nashville, a really strong team. 
I believe the Eagles are eight and two right now. Uh, so that uh, so the Cubs have a big test in front of them. Sycamore uh, they defeated Stewart County fifty-one to seventeen. That was on Thursday evening, and uh, they're in the playoffs as well. And for the first round of the playoffs, they're going to head to Liberty Creek. That's a newer school, but uh, they're playing pretty good this year. That's uh, that's the final regular season wrap up for you guys. I'll have one next week uh, for Dixon County, Cheatham, and Sycamore. So thank y'all and have a wonderful evening. Thanks. Now we're going to go down to Murray County where Murray's Patton has a report from South Williamson, Murray, and Lawrence County. Thanks, Chris. Week 11 saw some folks close out some seasons and some folks get ready for the second season, the state playoffs, and um, had some pretty exciting matchups to close out the regular season. Starting on Thursday night as Columbia Academy wrapped up the Division 2A Middle Region Championship with a 49-14 win over visiting Grace Christian out of Franklin. Locked it up outright for the Bulldogs, who went undefeated through region play. Also on Thursday night, Columbia Central finished off a 7-3 regular season with a 35-19 win at home against Lincoln County. And Franklin County finished Spring Hill season off with a 39-22 win. Rebels over the Raiders. Spring Hill finishing up 2-8 and eight on the year. On um, Friday night, there we go. Um, Summertown finished out its season on the road with a 29-27 overtime loss at East Hickman. It shuts them down under first-year coach Dan Winfrey. Lawrence County didn't get to the playoffs, but did go out on a high note, defeating host Cheatham County 48-6. to Biggest game of the night probably in the Region 5-2A pseudo-championship game. Loretto 56, host Mount Pleasant 52. Loretto finishes up, finishes up a 10-0 season. Region Championship will be on be at home for the opening round of the playoffs. We'll get to that in a second. Mount Pleasant, with that loss, falls to 8-2 and two and finds itself on the road to open playoff action. And Summit, in the border battle, defeats Independence 32-17, clinching the number three seed out of Region 66A. So, set you up for this week's playoff action in Class 5A, Columbia Central will open as the number three seed out of Region 55A. They will go to Centennial, the number two seed out of Region 65A. Loretto, the number one out of 55A, will host fourth seed at Peabody out of Region 62A. Also in 2A state tournament action, Mount Pleasant, uh, state playoff action, excuse me. Mount Pleasant goes to Decatur County Riverside, which is a rematch of last year's second round playoff game. Riverside won that one 18-13 on the way to the state finals. In Class 6A, Independence goes to Smyrna. Stop us if you've heard that one before. Those two met three straight years from 2017 to 2019. Independence won each of them, by the way. And also, Summit goes to Antioch going in as the number three seed by virtue of that win over Independence on Friday night. They will take on the 5-6A runner-up Antioch Bears. That's it. And finally, we're going to go down to the southernmost point of the coverage area in Pulaski and Giles County, 
where Wade Neely's standing by. Busy week for us here at the Pulaski Citizen and in Giles County, the southernmost portion of Main Street Media Land. Mixed results as Thursday night saw a difficult loss for the Richland Raiders, 49-13. to They lose two more county on the road. Played well at times, but unfortunately not well enough to knock off an absolute single-A powerhouse in Moore County. So Richland ends its regular season. They were looking for a second straight season with that ending in a playoff berth. And unfortunately, the Raiders come up just shy. Uh, they finish their year at 3-7. and seven. Giles County, meanwhile, the Bobcats streaking into the postseason on the heels of a 41-7 victory over Sequatchie County last Friday, marking their third straight region championship. It was a winner-take-all showdown for first or second place in Region 4 AAA, and Giles County got off to a fast start in this one, and they really ran it up on Sequatchie County, who clearly did not play their best game, but Giles County also played very well in that contest. They set the tone early and never really looked back. You saw first-half touchdowns from Kareem Bryant, Two from Kamari Turner, a rushing touchdown from quarterback Johnny Jackson, uh, Kamari uh, catching a touchdown from Jackson as well. So Giles County just kind of running wild as they took care of business versus Sequatchie County. So the Bobcats now, they finished regular season at 7-2 and two, and uh, at 0-2 and two with losses in overtime to Page, who goes 9-1, and one, and then the following week at Hardin County, uh, who is 10-0. Suddenly, Giles County kind of streaking again with seven straight wins going into the postseason. The Bobcats will kick off their 3A playoff run this Friday at home. They will take on Brainerd as that will be a rematch of a first-round game from a year ago. Giles County won that contest in big fashion, and depending on who you ask, the Bobcats should be favored by a wide margin in Friday's ball game. Kickoff will come your way at 7 p.m. Yours truly and Chris Bledsoe will have the broadcast of that showdown on Pulaski Citizen Live. Download the Mixler app and search PCLGCHS or visit PulaskiCitizen.com and click on Pulaski Citizen Live. That's a recap from the final week of the regular season for us as the Raiders fall and the Bobcats win a third straight region championship. Wade Neely saying so long. That's going to do it for this edition of the Main Street Media High School Football Wrap-Up Show. Again, thanks to our sponsor, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Fans, don't let fans drive drunk. We hope to see you on Friday night at a high school football game. Make sure to come back, watch the show. If you are looking for what happened on a Friday nights, we've got you covered. But, of course, you can always visit MainStreetPreps.com. Uh, on Saturday and anytime during the week if you want to go back and check out uh, all of the stories from around the mid-state. Nobody has more comprehensive and timely coverage of high school football than Main Street Preps. That's MainStreetPreps.com. And, of course, check out each of our local publications as well in print and online. So we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We'll see you next week on the Main Street Media High School Football Wrap-Up Show. Been watching the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show with Chris Yao. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest news about high school football. The Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show was brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.